Welcome guys to the Christian Podcast 101 and I hope that you enjoy Oh no, sorry we missed last week's, we mixed last week because of a little situation But hopefully we're here, we're here this week and hopefully you can enjoy this episode But before I, before I start, let me introduce a guest Hello, I'm William Hey everyone, I'm Sheila Hello everyone, I'm Joa Nice to meet you, nice for you guys to be here So yeah, um, I'm going to get straight into the topic So today's topic that I want to talk to you guys about is about Christian dilemmas So like, basically solving dilemmas So there's a couple of questions that are on here that I'm going to be answering that, that us Christians go through that needs to be answered. So the first question I want to ask you guys is, so every time I, so this is a person that has given, given this question. So every time I pray, I feel like my prayer isn't being answered or isn't being heard. Like it feels like God isn't listening to me um, when I'm praying. What should I do? Like I want to hear God's voice, but I can't. What should I do? He wants to start first. <laughs> These guys. <laughs> I'll go first. I'll go first. Go I mean, going back to like hearing God's voice, God is always speaking. Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I feel like we always feel like we have to hear this. If our name is Jeffrey, Jeffrey, stand up. Yeah. I am the Lord. Do you know what I'm yeah, trying to say? Yeah, yeah. You hear from God, but you know, the Bible says in the book of Job, you know, he speaks. Do you know what I'm trying to say? In a dream, in a vision, God is always speaking, but mm. man is not listening sometimes. Mm. And, but I feel like one thing I've realized that when I feel like I'm not. God doesn't answer my prayers is that what's my heart's motive? Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Because sometimes our heart's motive isn't really and what aligned with God's will. Mm. Um, and I feel like the life you're living as well, I'll be very honest with you. Mm. Like, have you really said, God, you know what? Let me get to know you. Let me come to the revelation of you. Because God, he sees ahead. You know, mm. he said he's Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end. So I feel like, um, before I pass it on, I feel like um, if God was to give you what you're praying for, mm. would you be able to handle it? Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? He, he sees these things and he knows the heart of men. Maybe you will turn it around and just say, you know, I don't need God. Because there's some people that get what they want and they turn around yeah. and say, I don't need God anymore. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? You treat God like a convenience store. Do you know what I'm saying? Walk in, back, walk back out once I go to the prayer. Um, wants to go? Sheila? Um, yeah, like Joel said, um, in Job it says, I speak once, I speak twice, but they perceive me not. So I think he might be speaking to you, but the way you think you might be hearing God mm-hmm. isn't the way you actually hear him. Because you might be getting like a... Your friend might hear him through dreams. Mm. So you just think, oh, God speaks to me to mm. dream, through dreams. And so you aren't really looking to hear him, how mm. he will speak to you, just mm-hmm. how others hear him. Mm. And so I think you might not be hearing for him because you aren't paying attention. Okay. And also, um, as Joel said, your intentions might be... Not on not God's will, were. basically. Yeah. God's yeah, yeah, so my, God's plan might be for you not to, not not for you not to get what you mm. want, but his will for you might be different from what you're praying for. Mm. And so, yeah, you have mm. to check your motives. Mm. William? Um, for those who think God is not in the midst, remember he's always in the midst. Um, mm. For Jesus, when he talked to his apostles, mm. he said, remember I am with you always. Yes, William. <laughs> Till the end of the earth. You have to remember these apostles, except one, mm. all of them died. Mm. He, um, Peter, the way that he got crucified upside down. Yeah, I heard he, he had shame mm. to be crucified like Jesus. Mm. So all the time, if you feel lonely, remember God is always there and he's always listening. Mm. Mm. That's powerful still. Um, with me, personally, I would say it's like, what are you feeding into your mind? Because mm. like, the first thing like, I, I, like a lot of people, what they do is that, like they don't even read the Bible or pray, yeah. They go to social media, like the phone. Like when they wake up, yeah, like it's like the phone is the is the first thing to take. Uh, so I would say is that like, what do you do in the first thing? Like when you wake up, yeah, do you thank God? Do you take like some time just to pray and um, pray to Him and read the Word, or are you just the type of person just to as soon as you wake up, you're on your phone, you're on social media, you're on Snap, you're on Insta, you're on Twitter. Like God can't speak to you when you have so much things distracting you as well. And like all you need to know is that like God is with you, but 
he wants to speak to you. It's not that God is not listening. God is God is listening to your prayer, but it's just you have so much things, so much distraction in your mind as well. And that's what I would like to say. And also, um, had a point. Uh, yeah, when you're praying as well, um, what you need to do is um, once I feel like as a Christian, when you pray, yeah, we pray for like an hour, yeah, and we don't take time to listen to what God has to say for us. So let's say that we pray for a car, or we pray for a house, or we pray for like to have a, a personal relationship with God. Yeah, so yeah, cool. We'll pray. Let's say we pray for 30 minutes. Yeah, so cool. We're praying, we're praying, we're praying. Then, as soon as it hits an hour, yeah, we just walk out, we walk out mm. the prayer. It's basically like you're going to a doctor, isn't it? Think about it like this. Yeah, you just yes, you have a health problem, something like that. You go to a doctor, yeah, and then you tell your doctor all the problems that you, you need. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry, not all the problems that you have. Yeah, and then as soon as um, the doctor is gonna give him, um, give you um, his or her advice, yeah, you walk out of the building. Mm. So it doesn't make any sense. Like, you've prayed for something, yeah, and all you just need to do is wait and meditate. Like, you need to sit there and wait for God. And also, I feel like like Jesus did it. Like, Jesus went to the, the wilderness to pray and fast while he was alone. He, he was where there was no distraction. So I feel like everyone hear God's voice. God speaks to you in your silence moments, not where everything is dark. Or so not everything. Or when, not when everything is just loud, because a lot of time it's either our, our, our phone is we're playing music, but as soon as we get or we wake up, or it's either we're, we're watching TV or on social media. It's that like one thing after the other. But when you take time and we pray and, and like we listen to God's voice, then we'll hear His voice. If that makes sense. So yeah, that's what I like to say. Um, oh, one more thing. Yeah, I was going to ask something as well. Can um, I go after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, of God speaks in a still small voice, mm. like you said. And so when other things are competing for your attention, mm. you won't hear him as clearly as you should. Mm. Also, yeah, sometimes when you pray, you're not in... Sometimes you pray and you, you know that you're praying. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you pray when you've got something else on your mind. Mm. And so you might not be able to communicate properly f- with him mm. when that's happening. Mm. Yeah. Amen. And, and lastly, I was going to say, like, if Jesus even said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Yeah, John yeah. 14, 15. John trying to say, so if you love God, it's a two-way thing. Like, if you have a wife or a husband, if you love them, you wouldn't really mm. cheat on that person if you love them, right? Mm. So if you love God, you'll keep his commandments. And he says, like, his father, the father and him will abide in you. John mm. 14, 23 now. Mm. So it's like, when we look at these things, it's like, if you love God, you will actually abide in him. And you realize that without him, you can't bear fruit. Mm. And you're always walking in his will. It might not seem like things are working out for you, but I promise you, bro, mm. he's working out for your good always. John, mm. God is doing OT, bro, mm. overtime, bro. <laughs> overtime for us, bro. He even said it until my, now my father's working and even yeah. now he's still working. Yeah. So like, it's all about if you love him, mm. do what he wants and his grace is sufficient and will guide you to do his will. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful still. So yeah, um, cool. So the next um, question I want to ask you is, it's another, I think it's another faith from my sister. Um, I feel like my faith isn't strong in God anymore. Like it's very weak. Like in the, before, in the past, it used to be strong. Too. Like that person used to have devotions, used to pray, used to read the word. But um, his or her faith isn't strong anymore, and it seems like um, God can't. Like she can't see God in the midst of doing something. Like what should what should what should she or he do? Like every, like, it feels like her faith has just gone down, and she can't trust God anymore. Like what advice would you give to her? Like. Mm. Her faith is just, just sinking. I'm not saying that maybe I'm not gonna say that she never had faith here. Mm. But if you have faith, then the faith should like stay whether God is not that He's not gonna be there, but mm. whether God seems to be there or not, mm-hmm. because He's always gonna be there. But your faith determines whether or not you feel Him there, even when He doesn't seem to be there. Mm. So I think she needs to check her motives, and if she's using God as like a genie, mm. oh okay, or if she actually trusts mm. fully in God. Mm. That's true still. Um, <laughs> so basically the disciples actually asked Jesus mm-hmm. oh not asked but told Jesus give us more faith yeah mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah remember yeah. that and he yeah. and Jesus said 
you know, you should have faith as small as a mustard seed. If you search up mustard seed, it's flipping tiny. Yeah, it is. It's actually very, very small. And in another passage, it says that same faith, like a mustard seed, can move mountains. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you need more faith. You mm-hmm. need the faith as small mm-hmm. as a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a girl to know, firstly, it gets like that. Let's not sugarcoat it. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's times where you, it's hard to pray. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's times where it's hard to fast. It's hard to read your Bible. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? But I wanna know, what I want that girl to know is that, listen, like, it happened to Jesus. There was a point where he was in Mount Gethsemane, right? Mm-hmm. And he was praying, he was praying. And the Bible says he was praying so hard. Yeah. His praise became like great drips of blood, right? Yeah. So, and then the Bible said that the angels came to strengthen him. Mm-hmm. So where am I going with this? The point I'm trying to get is that I want her to know it gets like that. But one thing I've realized is that when you keep crying out to God, he will answer you. You see now wicked God that he won't hear you. Mm. Like your faith is going weak. Okay. Mm. Like actually talk to someone, like someone that's actually like your spiritual leader. So I'll yeah. that person. Like bro, if you have a pastor, talk to that pastor. If you have like a friend, because mm. you know the Bible says confess your chest pastors amongst each other. They make a difference. Mm. The effective fervor prayer of righteous man avails much. Mm. So I'd highly recommend to that person, talk to someone and press in. Worship makes a difference, man. Yeah. If you have to fast, do what you need to do. Just cry out to your father. Mm. And also I'll say, what I'll say is that um, the Bible says, I think Raymond says that um, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So that maybe the, the reason why your faith may be decreasing is because you're not having that personal relationship with God. You're not praying or you're not reading your word. So mm. if you're not having that daily communication with God, yeah, then you might feel like God has um, has left you, but he's actually with you. And it's because, as I said before, it's what you feed into your mind. Like as soon as you wake up, what do you feed into your mind? Because if you trust God, then you will do his will. And his will is what? Um, to read his word daily. Uh, I think there's a verse for it. Uh, I'm trying to think. But um, it says, yeah, meditate on my law day and night. Something in Joshua. Um, yeah, so he's trying to say that if you meditate on my uh, um, on the word of God day and night, yeah, you will find refuge in him, if that mm. makes sense. So that's what I'd say is that, that feed your mind um, the things <laughs> of God. And once you feed yourself the things of God, you will definitely reap the harvest that you sow, if that makes sense. Wow. So yeah. Basically, trying to say that every time he or she, sorry, he tries to read the Bible, um, he gets bored of it. And... Um, as soon as like he picks up the bible he starts falling asleep and he doesn't really also understand it as well so what advice would you give to the person or what tips would you give to the person or how do you understand the bible because a lot of us like i started not understanding the bible but later on i developed it so yeah what advice would you give to the person you know like sometimes the bible can be a bit daunting there's a collection of books like, mm-hmm. it's just a collection of books um one thing i've realized just in my personal experience so mm-hmm. take us a grain of salt mm. um i've realized that when i fast on day i wouldn't read my bible distractions are kept to a minimum mm-hmm. you know the person said i wanted to sleep or maybe i wouldn't want to eat mm. devil will always try to throw stuff at you when yeah, you want to read your bible because he knows that how powerful it is mm. so i tried what i do when i realized that oh this bible thing is a long time i'm not really trying to pick up my bible god i ain't, I ain't gonna lie what i realized that i'll usually just I'll dedicate that day to God. I'll consciously say, you know, I'm going to fast. I'm not going to eat. Maybe till three o'clock, six o'clock, nine o'clock, whatever. Mm. And I begin to realize that I'm more focused. I'm more in tune. Even scientifically speaking, it even talks about how fasting actually helps you focus. Mm. I think it gets you to one particular state. I forgot what it was called, but you can do research. But yeah. Um, like when, what I noticed is when I was reading my Bible for just the sake of reading like a checklist, it was boring. <laughs> so when I think it's a thing where you have to change your mentality. And mm. It's not like a thing where okay, now I need to read five chapters and then I'll be done for the week. Mm. Imagine you can squeeze all your weekly reading into one night mm. and then you won't feel guilty, but you're not going to gain anything. Mm, 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 mm. So I think he needs to focus on relationship rather than doing it as a checklist mm. and not trying to take on too much. Like if he's trying to read like three chapters, just mm. read one. Mm. Yeah. William? I think you should look at probably your heart's intentions. Like if you're just reading 
just to read it that it seemed like such a religious way mm. and a way to understand the Bible is obviously asking the Holy Spirit in the in the Psalms it says open my eyes so mm. I can see the wondrous, wondrous works in your law mm. same thing with the Bible how much more do we need to ask about the whole Bible mm. when David only asks about the law cool with me what advice I'll give to you is that um for you to get an understanding, you have to, the Bible is a spiritual book. You can't read it in your own understanding. That's why with me, before I read the Bible, I spend like an hour praying because I know that like it's God who's going to download things into my system. And I can't use, I can't use my fleshly desires or I can't use um, this carnal mind to understand what God wants to say to me as well. So I feel like if you understand the Bible, you have to pray, like take like 15, 20, like it depends on you. Like take like, maybe a couple of minutes to pray before you start reading the Bible because, because you want to get an understanding from God. And if you want to get an understanding from God, you have to do his will, not your will. Your will might be to um, to just want to get straight away. But God wants to take you through the process. He wants you to say, cool. As she just said, like, pray, like maybe rather than reading five chapters, like, read uh, like a chapter a day. Or even do da daily devotions. I think there's, there's a Bible app in it. On, I think on App Store, something like that. But yeah, so like, take time. Like, don't try and force it. Like, um, just know it's a relationship. And as a relationship, you're going to build and you two are going to like, yeah, as a relationship, you're going to build each other up and you're going to, Allow God to take, mm. yeah, take control in it. Did you got something to say? I was gonna say, you don't have to be like Ruben, no, you don't have to pray for one hour before you read your Bible. I'm just saying, <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, nah, but, but obviously, it works for him. Mm, I don't yeah, need to know yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, me true. personally, I, I can't lie, I do like a 30 second prayer before I read my Bible. Like, Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. Jesus, I'm gonna know you today. Open up the eyes of my understanding, like what Paul wrote in Ephesians. Mm. Let me know who you are today. Mm. Amen. And Aggie, like, and the Holy Spirit begins to like link scriptures together mm. to me. So just be led by the Holy Spirit all my days. Do not neglect the sensitive, beautiful, the person of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling mm. you, it's a game changer. Mm. It's true, it's true. Yeah, I want to add something Go to that as well. Um, another thing that gets boring is when you're reading and you've got a plan, obviously it's good to have a plan, mm. but it gets a bit tedious. A yeah. bit, you're reading John, is like just John. Yeah. But sometimes if you just pray mm -hmm. and God leads you somewhere, mm -hmm. that place that he leads you could be like it relates to what you're going through mm. and so it makes more sense and so it's just it's more fun mm. that's true that's true um and let me add on one thing before i move on to the last question um i th i think one thing that the person not i think but one, one advice i'll give to the person is to also um to uh what was i gonna say oh uh oh my why does this happen so give me a minute Holy Spirit, do you think? Um, cool. Yeah, so as I said, I think I said this before, but let me just say again. Um, so like an instruction manual and yeah, the Bible is basically like an instruction manual for, for him to guide you. And once you follow his will, you're going to get to the understanding that he wants you to get to as well. And it's basically like a car. Think about like a car, yeah? Um, when you're driving a car, you turn the lights on because it's dark, right? Mm. And so, and the Bible says that this world is dark. And for you to have the light or to see where you're going in this lifetime, the lights has to be on all the time, which is the word of God. That means you have to meditate and read the word of God day and night for you to get understanding. Because we're in this world, but we're not of this world, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. So that's what I advise you, just like, uh, remain constant in the word of God, like, and just, just if, if you can't understand it, you know, like, watch sermons or get someone to break it down for you or spiritually, as you said, like pastors, so that they can, they can help you as well. So yeah, that's what I'd say. So yeah, um, this is going to be the final question before we finish is, um, oh, this is a church one. So yeah, it says, um, I've been going to church from, um, yeah, so I, it says I've been going to church from young, like I'm almost 20 now. So that person has been going to church for 20 years now. Um, I'm getting bored of church now. It seems like we do the same thing every Sunday. We sing, we hear a person preach, we dance and we go home. I'm thinking of leaving the church. Should I leave? 
It's long. <laughs> you should not go first. Uh, oh, um, William, do you want to go? All right, me. Yeah. I have a moment. I don't really go to church. So <laughs> obviously, I want to. I think God's given me the desire to, you know, mm, fellowship, fellowship, and you know, I have a different kind of. I see things differently mm -hmm. because from worshiping at home, mm. I can see I don't really sugarcoat things like oh, someone else okay. does. And I see just from reading that, I can see. Where's your relationship with God? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. You just start. You're stuck in a routine. Mm. But where's your relationship? Where's your heart? Yeah. Where's your heart out? Mm. Is it in heaven? How do you treasure stuff for heaven, or mm. do you just treasure wrath? Yeah, for true. the for judgment day. Do mm. you know what I mean? <laughs> you also go here. Um, I can't relate. I'm someone who's enjoyed going to church since mm. I was a kid. Mm -hmm. But most people are like that. So I mm -hmm. think most people when um they're forced to go to church as a kid. Mm -hmm. It becomes like a routine. Mm. And so they rely on their family's relationship with God. Mm -hmm. So as um, William said, you need to find your own relationship with God. Mm -hmm, Once mm. you do that, going to church will kind of make more sense. Because what they say, you're like, oh, I read that. Yeah, yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel yeah. like people go to church, but they don't read the yeah. Bible. So when the person's preaching, they don't. Does not relate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it comes down to two issues. It comes down to, is there conviction in your ministry, which is making you become lazy? Or can even come down to your heart condition. You mm. know, Peter, he, he in the Acts of the Apostles, he said, you know, he said to the children of Israel, you stiff net in um uncircumcised in hearts and ears, you resist the Holy Spirit, just as your fathers do. So it could be a thing where your heart's condition isn't really there. Mm. You know, put, you know, John said they went away from us, but they were not of us. Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So you have to look at your heart's condition. Like, am I really? Have I really given myself to Jesus? Do mm. I really love Jesus? Mm. But then it now goes back to your ministry. Is there conviction in your ministry? Is there love? You know, love is the foundation of it. You know, the Bible says like, love will cover a multitude of sins. Mm. You know, love is the greatest gift. So now I think it comes out to two conditions, my friend. Your Is there conviction in your ministry or was it your heart? It mm. could even be both. Do you know what I'm saying? So. Mm, it's true. Mm. What, what I like to say is that, um, it, I'm not gonna lie, I, I, I understand what it means because I think I've experienced that as well. Like, uh, those times when I'll be going to church, I'll just be bored. Like, I'll yeah, just like, true, be, like, why am I actually here? But then, as as human beings, like, we have our off days and our things. So I just feel like, yeah, when you're going to church, you're you're going there to um to hear the word of God. That should be your main goal. And so when you when when you put that in your mindset, then it makes things more easier. And so one thing I would say is that um, when you're going to church. Sorry, and also one thing I realized from um, I think from our generation is that when a preacher is preaching, yeah, like you see all like people on their phones or on Instagram, they're playing games. Like they don't hear the preach, they don't want to listen to what the preacher's saying, and then they go home with nothing, and they say that oh, um, how am I not hearing God's voice? But that preacher probably was speaking to you when you um, in that in that sermon, but you decided not to listen. Why? Because of probably you got distracted from your friends or your games or you're playing so, like you, like you get what I'm trying to say. So I feel like um, when um you go to church and you don't have a main goal or you're just going to church just for like religious reasons then it doesn't help your relationship with god and also as you guys said um if you don't have a relationship with god yeah um church seems like a dull thing but the bible says that do not stop gathering with the saints like do not stop um being together if that makes sense so church can be a place where you can go it can be like a community where we help one another we, we like if you're going through certain issues we can help you we can guide you we can speak to you like, we can advise you like not just like um um church reason or christianity but like life like life things like maybe finances businesses mm. like we can help you or church can help you with that as well because there's some people who are businessmen and businesswomen who are in church who let's say you want to be a businessman they can help you in that stage as well so that's what i'll say is that um and also have a personal relationship with god like if you're not a personal relationship with god yeah um it makes it yeah more difficult 
And the the, the Bible that the verse that I thought about was the story of um of Eli. I don't know if Eli, um of Samuel. Remember when um God called Samuel three times? Like the, the Lord spoke to Samuel three times, but he couldn't recognize his voice. Why? Because he didn't have a personal relationship with God. He was just doing like he was in Eli's house, but that that can be um similar as a church like we can be in a church but not have a personal relationship with God. And that just makes things just like like, like sometimes you say, like, why am I actually here if that makes sense? Mm. So, but when you have a personal relationship with God, you actually enjoy going to church, you actually enjoy listening to something, you actually enjoy worship or enjoy praises. So that's what I'll say is that like, don't, I wouldn't say don't go to church, but I would say like, check your motives. Like, like, are you going to church for the right reason? Are you going to church just because of friends or are you going to church because you want to have that encounter and read a word with God or listen to a sermon if that makes sense. So yeah, um, yeah, has anyone got anything to add as well? Mm, I was going to say, um, Go when you've got a personal relationship with God, mm. everything pertaining to God becomes more fun. Mm. And that includes church. Mm. Um, Psalm 122 verse 1 says, I was glad when they said unto me, let's go yeah, into the, the house of the Lord. Mm. So stuff like that, like praise, worship, going mm. to church, it becomes fun because you know the God that you serve. Yeah. Also yeah. wonderful. It's true, it's true, it's true. Well, guys, thank you guys for tuning into the Christian podcast. I hope you enjoyed this um, solving dilemmas. Um, you can also send it um, on, on our Instagram page or comment down what other topics you want us to do. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on my channel. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. I did gunshots. <laughs> <laughs>